So all you conservative parents out there that are like, look, my kid just doesn't get it. My kid's going to high school and the high school teachers are teaching my kid that communism's the way to go. Maybe we set up a communism camp and they get to go and they sign off on the waivers and they're like, look, you understand your kids are going to starve for two weeks, right? Because the kids are going to walk in there going, I heard this is great. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) You send your kid to Claudio for a a month and they get 1,200 cows. They come home and you can see their ribs. (laughs) Every time they ask for more food, he hits them in the balls of their feet. Jesus. I give them a glass of water if they are hungry. Right? (laughs) A glass of water. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. I'm Dan. And today we're going to talk about something that I don't think people think we're going to talk about. What's that, Jim? Well, we're going to talk about why I think that communism is actually not a bad thing for this country. Communism? I'm telling you. Listen, I've been reading up on it. I've been studying on it. Communism could work here. Now, we're not talking about the bad communism. We're talking about the good communism, right? Like the colleges teach. There is good communism. There's good socialism. But what about the people that call people commies for no reason? What do they mean? Well, you know what? Those are ignorant people that don't understand what communism is. Well, I got the the definition here from the dictionary of communism. Sure. It is a political theory derived from Karl Marx advocating class war and leading to a society in which all property is publicly owned and each person works and is paid according to their abilities and needs. Okay. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. You see what I'm talking hmm. about? Now, yeah. there's a website here, and I don't know exactly what this website is, but it's like lizbdnet.com, L-I-S-B-D-N-E-T.com. And what they say is that this is why communism is good. Communism has a centrally planned economy. It can quickly mobilize economic resources on a large scale, execute massive projects, and create industrial power. It can move so efficiently because it overrides individual self-interest and subjugates the welfare of the general population to achieve critical social goals. How can you argue with that, Dan? Mm, I mean, it sounds like it's all for the good of the people. It does, right? And you know what? I've got a guy. You got a guy? We got a guy. I got a guy here today who actually grew up under communism. And he's here to tell you why communism would work in this country. So we've got Claudio Gania, and he is here. And Claudio was born. Hi, guys. Yes, I was (laughs) born born in in Romania. In Romania, during uh, communist Romania, right? Yes, 1970, yes. I used to live in there for 20 years, and uh, it's not what you guys know about communism. It's totally different. Wait a minute. Did you hear what I read on the internet? It says it's good for the, it's a planned economy. It says that, that it can quickly mobilize economic resources and it takes care of people. It, it gets rid of the self Yeah, but you interest. don't have any rights. Everything is by government. Government has the rights. They decide for you what you do, what you eat, what you move, how you own, what you own. So are and you saying that me and Dan are just full of bullshit? I think so. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? Uh, how about the colleges? The colleges that teach it. Colleges, colleges, what they teach, they teach from the books, but the reality is totally different. I thought you were bringing a real communist into the studio and we were going to get schooled here, but he's an anti-communist. He's an anti-communist. And let's focus on the last thing he just said. You know, they teach from the books, Mm. but reality, reality is something different. So let's talk about Romania a little bit and how Romania came to be. Just a little bit of the history here, right? Was Romania always a communist country? No. Okay. Romania became communist country, I think, in 1948, after the Second World War II. And so how, how was Romania before this? It was a regular, a democratic country. It was a monarchy, actually. We have a king and a, and a queen. But after the World War II, they have to leave because the Communist Party take over, and Romania became a socialist communist country. So before they became a communist country, 
everything was good. It was good, yes. It's called Romanian, the Bucharest, actually, the capital was called like a second Paris. So it was so nice and everything was. So you were a capitalist society. Yes. To a point. To, to a point, yes. yes. So, but everybody was making a good living. As long as you put the work in, you're making a good living. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right now it's, it's okay because after 1990, there is 89, actually, we had the revolution in there and became a democratic country. So, but, uh, so you guys had an insurrection just like we did on January 6th. No, 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 no. We have a revolution. Well, isn't we it the same? Kill, we uh, killed the, 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 the dictator. We killed the Ceausescu. The, the but president. isn't that the same? Isn't that what the Democrats say that happened to us? But wait, I got I got to call Jeff the conspiracy theorist because uh, I need to know, did you guys rise up against it or was it a CIA plot to call a new? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> yeah. Could be. I, uh, hold Who on. Knows? No, we'll, we'll save that one. So on your revolution, did you have somebody dressed up like a buffalo that walked around in there? <laughs> no? No. No we, buffalo. We had a revolution. This, this, what is here, what was here in six January was a, just a joke. Yeah. So it's uh, it's nothing what was happening in Romania in 89, December 89. So, so you were how old when you, and I like the word you used when you left. You didn't just leave, right? What's the word you always use when you talk about when you left? I left. You That's it. Escaped. I escaped. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I escaped Romania because Romanian, it was really, really bad at the time. 89. And you December. were how old? I was 19. All right. So, so you, December. So you grew up in it. I Yeah, of course. I mean, 20, almost 20 years I was yeah. there. Yeah. I left Romania in February 2020, went to Germany, escaped from Romania, actually. Went in Germany. I lived there for, for 10 years. And then 1999, June, I came over in the United States, in the great country of the world. <laughs> it, it is the greatest country in the world. And uh, we're trying to hold on to that. Sure. So, of course. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about where you came from. It's called Victoria. Yes. It's a city. In the middle of Romania, in the middle of Transylvania, not far away from uh, Dracula Castle, if everybody knows this. So it's a very small country. Transylvania? In Transylvania, right? yeah. Small, small city in uh, Romanian. And um, that's it. I mean, 10,000 people population at the time, or 10, 15. Yeah, because the population now, they say it's uh, 7,000 people. Yeah, because everybody escaped. They, they, had, they had to go, right? <laughs> they run. They run. Have you been back? Yes. Okay. I go every two, three years. I have my family there. My parents are there. My brother, it's everybody's there. My relatives. So I, your, your dad then would have grown up during the transition. Of course. Into communism. Yes, so yes, he knew yes. it. He knew it before. He and then saw before, what happened. But the thing is, you know, you were so indoctrinated in your head, you see just what they want to see. So at what point when you were growing up, did you realize something's wrong here? This is not the way man is supposed to now, live. When, when you don't have any rights, you cannot travel. You cannot work whatever where you want. You cannot move from city to city. You cannot eat how much you want. You cannot have what you want. So these things change your mentality about the government and about the country. Because it's, it was really hard. You don't have any freedom, is what he's saying. You don't have, sure. yeah, exactly. But my guess is that they cut you off from the rest of the world. Of like, course. So yeah. you don't know how bad you have it. So when you're growing up, you think this is just the way life is. At the beginning, but after when, you know, you can, you can catch radios from outside and you hear music and you listen to podcasts or whatever, do the radio. And the people, some of the people, if you are with the government or with the party, you can go out to travel wherever where you want it. But you have to be with the government, with the party, with the communist party. 
Otherwise, you you don't you you are one of the privileged. You're supposed to be in a higher rank in a party to be able. So it's just travel. like the saying goes, right? I mean, communism is for thee, tis not for me. Exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. So I'm glad you still have ties to back home, and I'm glad you still get to go back there and, and see the family. I think that's important. So let's talk about your move as a 20 year old to Germany. Let's touch on that. Well, do we want to go there first or do we want to talk about what made him leave first? Oh, sure. I, I mean, because he made it abundantly clear. Oh, no, he didn't. You no? wait. No, man. Okay. We start talking. Look, son, you're used to going to Walmart, right? You're yeah. hungry and you're like, look, man, I'm hungry. The kids are hungry. I'm going to Walmart. You're going to buy a pizza there. You're going to buy two bags of Doritos, maybe get a gallon of milk. You're going to buy some Captain Crunch, whatever. Oh, it's, oh some beef jerky at the register. I'm going to get that, right? Uh, maybe some cupcakes. I don't know. Oh, look at all these apples here. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a dozen apples for the family. Was it like that there? No, guys. No, 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 no. So in 1984, the, the government and the Communist Party decided every Romanian can live on 1,200 calories a day. 1,200 calories a day. Okay, so- I eat 1,200 calories have, a meal. Yes. You have a half a bread, this means half a pound for person per day. So you have a card, what you have to go in the grocery shopping, you give it to the store, they cut the day and you get, my family was four people, you get two small breads. That's it. And you cannot get any other bread anywhere in the city. Yeah. They're just looking out because they don't want to have a bunch of obese people. Of course. Of course. And they, so you allowed, right. It's for your health. Yeah. yeah, They're just looking out for, they're looking out for your health. No diabetes. (laughs) Right. Right. Yes. You allowed to have 10 eggs a month. Yeah. He told me this before 10 eggs a month. I had three today. That's a lot of privilege. That's a lot of privilege. But the thing is, (laughs) if you, if you are able to get these eggs from the grocery shopping, from the grocery store, because they bring just so much and you have 10,000 people in the city and they are gone. But once they're gone, I mean, I'm sure there was a phone number, somebody you could call the government and tell them you didn't get your eggs, right? You don't call nobody. It's a communist country. (laughs) What happened? So what happened if you, if you were to complain, what if you were to find somebody, find a policeman, right? Because policemen, policemen, (laughs) policemen are there to help. So what if you went to a policeman and you said, sir, I didn't get my eggs today. What would happen? The policeman was with the government. He got his eggs. (laughs) Yeah, he got eggs. He got his eggs. Actually, he got his eggs because he was with the government. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They were a little bit above everybody. They have, if you are with the party, you have your own stores. Yeah, you that, have your own story. That's why, that's why Jim became a police officer. All right, <laughs> so I can get so I can get all my eggs. Get eggs. <laughs> and by eggs, you mean bourbon. So it's it was hard. It was hard. I mean, many people doesn't have not to, nothing to eat because of this, the 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 regime wants to pay their debts. So Romanian has a whatever to the bank whatever some debts and they want to pay all the so in the middle of the winter they are saying okay guys we will cut your electricity we will cut your gas and we will cut your heat till tomorrow morning at seven o'clock outside is minus 25 celsius they don't care you have small kids babies they don't care they just yeah turn off i'll tell you like so you had you had your neighbors neighbors would die they don't die because you, you when you are used with for so long, for 40 some years, you, understand you, you already sense. adapt to yeah. all this yeah. imperfection. My dad used yeah. to say, you know, I put a sweatshirt on. 
Well, get a blanket, bud. I don't what know. Do I, I feel like that was probably a little more than put a sweatshirt on. But yeah, okay, good story. I'm glad you can relate. Yeah, yeah put the sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you can relate, American. Drink a glass of water you know, and you are healthy. You know, this is the isolationist in us. We don't. We can't. We can't understand. No, you, we have like let's say in a in a past. Probably between 88 and 90, 89, we had only 20 gallons of gas a month. Yeah. That's month. all we can afford here right now. With yeah. the price of gas. Oh, yes. I gotta, oh, yes. Listen, I got a half tank today and I was at $53 in my truck. Yeah. Half tank. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Whew. It's going to be a lot less it's driving. It's coming the worse. It's coming the worse. You well, we're gonna, have a $6. Well, we're going to, no, six is going to be. Right. Six is going to be the good old days when we get to six. Let's not get off topic. Here. Well, no, because I do want to talk about that at the end. So there's the food aspect the food, of it, yes. right? How about the police? How did the police treat you? Like here you have the Fourth Amendment protections, right? You, you have a right to not have your stuff searched, not have the police seize it unlawfully, right? You have the right to not self-incriminate. You have the right to free speech. You have the right to redress your government here to protest. Nice. What would it, <laughs> nice. nice. Must be nice privilege. Must be nice. This is nice. Well, so what would happen to you there? You don't have any rights. So the police, if they are coming and you do something wrong, you get beat first and then they ask you what you want, <laughs> what you did. So it's not, not the same. It's police was with the government. So my city has like probably 10 guys in the police force. And they keep 10,000 people online. Now, would they just come in your house whenever they wanted? If it's something, yes. But otherwise, they don't. don't. But they are beating people. I mean, they beat people like Well, and you know what? Tell me. I mean, tell me about that. Uh, are they beating you in the face? No, they don't beat you in the face. They don't leave marks. They well, don't leave marks. He told yes. me about this. Yeah, they beat you on the, on the, on the feet, you know, with a wow. big stick. What you cannot show to nobody. Mm. Or they beat you on the, on the balls. Oh, with wow. a small stick what? because you don't, you cannot prove, Oh, they beat me. No. Or they put you in jail, a room like this, probably 10 people, 15 people just to stay there. <laughs> yeah. Two in a bed wow. to, to keep warm. <clears throat> and it's funny how, Oh, it's not funny, but when he, in his mind, he goes, is it yeah. funny? Like, like, Oh, uh, you know what I think strange or is it yeah. ha ha funny? Yeah. Like what I think is strange. Not is, ha ha funny. Not ha ha funny. Okay. But it's, it's, well, let me just say, it's crazy to me mm-hmm. that when he sits there and says, no, you have no rights. Like that is so foreign to me to even begin to fathom that in his mind, he's like, no, zero. The right. number is right. zero. People that are listening to this right now hear him saying those words, but they cannot fathom having no rights here in this country. You cannot say nothing wrong about the government, about the party, about the You president. can't even have someone say you said it, even if you didn't say it. No, I mean, think about Romanian has a one of the best secret service police. It's called Securitate. It's same like Mossad and CIA. So they listen to you. If you are coming to United States to visit me, you cannot stay with me. You have to stay to the hotel. So everything what you do, you will be followed. So their hotel is their hotel. Yes, all your phone calls will be listened to. And, and if, if, let's say, you are a relative to somebody and you stay with us, my family, after they after the person, the, the relatives from United States or from foreign country, for Western country, are coming to us, you have to go back to the police to say everything what you talk to them and give it a note. I did this and I did this. You cannot accept any money, any dollars, any, the time was dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was, you don't have any rights. 
on the paper, everything is nice. Mm -hmm. Yes, everybody yeah, I mean, is equal, that's, and that's what they say here on this everybody website. Everybody is nice, but it's not. They can they can create industrial power. Yeah, can, because yeah. you work for free. Do you like work for free? They take us. Is from, it like here though? I mean, if you don't like your job, can you go get another job somewhere else? You can, but it's not so well accepted by the government or the, by the party. Everything it's about the party. Everything it's communist party, communist party. Every city, every school, every manufacturer, everything has one guy who was the head of the party. He was in power. He's like the controller. The control. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The Washington Examiner, July 20th, 2021, they have an opinion piece out called, Why Do So Many Young People Like Communism? And how they open this up, uh, first two paragraphs, communism continues to be viewed positively by a significant portion of the U.S. population, especially young people. 28% of Generation Z have a favorable view of communism. 30% view Marxism in the same manner. And only one third understand that the Chinese Communist Party has killed more people than Nazism. The 28% of young Americans who view communism favorably are either ignorant or cold-hearted. Take the Holodomor, for example. Between 1931 and 1934, the Soviet government starved ethnic Ukrainians through a man-made famine in which at least 3.9 million Ukrainians died. Red famine author Ann Applebaum's description of the famine is enough to turn your stomach. So these, these kids are coming out from college being told that... It's all, it's all sunshine and rainbows. Yeah, this is what we need in this country. This is what's being taught. <laughs> yeah, but that's not a reality. Think but, about uh, it. that when when in Romanian was nationalized, yeah. entire Romanian. So right. everything what you own, you don't own from today. You don't own anything. Well, that's. I mean, I feel like I got hoodwinked in the '80s because I just wait. You don't own anything, but you have to pay rent on your house. Yeah, too. yeah, and you build a house like. I'm coming from Romania now here and I will be co-owner to your house, you know, and you, you, we pay the rent on your house, but you build it. Yeah. That's but when it. I was a kid in the eighties and I watched the movie, Nadia, 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 Nadia Komanechi, Komanechi. right. Yeah. Okay. What we saw is like the dream. She got to do her thing. Her coach was a dick. Her coach yeah, was mean. Ma, uh, Bella Caro. Bella, he Bella, is Bella here. Caruso. Yeah. He's here now. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was the top. Yeah, yeah, but but coaches. the vision we got of of her coming up and, and achieving that, like we were all sold that Ro Romania was something that it wasn't. I feel like when I watched that movie as a kid, yeah, it was like sensationalized. Yeah, she was. I think I'm I'm not hundred percent sure, but she was taking by by this Bella Caroli, this coach, from when she was eight or nine. And she started to train for this gymnastic <clears throat> and all those things. She was a little bit more privileged for her because she was a gymnast. And She's she, going to represent she, the country. Exactly. But uh, she had a hard life. Too. What did, what happened to Nadia? She yes. got a perfect 10. No, no. I mean, what happened? <laughs> Canada, you're right. Yes. But what happened after? Where is she now? Oh, man. Um, uh, you she, guys continue to talk. I'll look it she up. She is in the United States. She is she in the United 80, States, too? I think 87 or 88. She runs. It she seems like there's a whole lot of communists that end up in the United States. Well, of if, course. If communism's so good, why do they come to the free West? <laughs> Taxes? I don't yes, think must taxes. Be. They want to pay taxes. You know what, though? Honestly, they probably enjoy paying $8 a gallon for gas because they can get as much as they want. It's not being rationed, at least. My father right now is paying probably, what, a euro, a euro 45 for a quart. So four quarts is almost eight bucks right now. 
Well, we're going to be right there with them. Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah but the earning in the United States, it's higher. The sure. minimum wage in Romania, it's around $500. What you do? Here, probably it's around $1,200, $1,500, somewhere. $500 a month, a month. Yeah. now, currently. Now, yeah, the minimum wage. Communism was so good to Nadia, she lives in Norman, Oklahoma. Yes. <laughs> oh, listen, man. Actually, it's listen. California, I think. No? Uh, um, it says right here she's a resident yeah. of Norman, Oklahoma. Listen, listen, man, Oklahoma ain't bad. <laughs> I'd live in Oklahoma. <laughs> I'd live in Oklahoma. All right. So before we move on to you getting out, or we can, I guess, we can move on with the story and then go to the sound bites. Sure. Uh, as far as him uh, moving on to Germany. Sure, sure. So in 1990, you escape out of there. You're 20 yes. years old. And so what made you at that point? You just killed the dictator. Yes. I mean, I didn't do it with my I don't know. Hands. I'm not too sure but about that. Was, yeah, it honestly. It was an evolution. Okay. Well, so we're not, I was young. You smile too much when you talk about it. We're not, <laughs> we're not sure that you yeah. actually weren't a trigger man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was a revolution. What we, we lost probably 3,000 people. And this. Who was, was there a certain hero of this revolution? Like who led it? No. Did no, he end up becoming, yes. was he like George Washington? No, 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 no. Was not, no, it was not like this. No, no, no. So there was no crossing of a so, Delaware no, So it was him. No, it was, it was not me. Was He's not being me. humble. He's like, nah, I'm He's not a hero. No, 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 no. I'm not a hero. <laughs> okay, continue. So I went to I went to Germany and applied mm-hmm. for- a well, What was the catalyst that made you leave? It, why did it you was, finally decide, I got to get out of here? Everybody was leaving. killed a guy. Every, no, 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 guys. Every, everyone, Everybody want to leave the country because it was so hard to survive. So who was the, the dictator that got killed? Ceausescu. Okay. His so, name was uh, the so, president, Nicolae Ceausescu. So once he was killed, yeah. everybody just seized on that moment. Everything was out of control. They're like, look, now's the time. So the thing was like this. He has his own security. So this troops, because there were thousands of, of this kind of troops, they fight against the military. The military was with the people. So people came on the street, military was when the, with the people and the secret police was with Ceausescu and the police. So we fight with them, 3000 of our staff die and uh, we kill them till to the end. So, but so. I guess what I'm saying is so, so everybody seized on that moment. Oh, yeah. Complete disarray. The government is out of the they, picture oh, right yeah, now. Well, they re- they, re- they replaced him with a council, right? At first. Yeah, they replaced him. It was, it was, it's called Fronto Nacionale Salvari. It was like a, a, a national a new, a, salvation yeah, a front. Something. Yes, yeah, exactly. So from national the time, from the time he is killed, mm. how long until you flee? Uh, two and a half months. Two and a half months. So you yes. were, man, you were packing your bags while I was, this was going on. I was staying there because we wait for the passports. We didn't have any passports. Well, don't you, you have, I mean, don't you have asylum issues there? Couldn't you just go somewhere and. Well, you can go, but it's, it's, it's my, was uh, Europe declare Romanian Democrats and you have to have a paper to travel. You mm-hmm. cannot right. travel. So they'll recognize you, but not when you're on the run. Right. Yeah. Because you could be a criminal. You could be, right. you right. could be someone from that government that had to leave because it got taken over. I, I get so it. So I got the, the passport. So who did you go with? By myself. Just you? Yeah. It was a tons of people, but you don't know them. Mom, dad, what, what, no, mom no. and dad didn't want to go? No, my mom has a good job and it was an old, old school. My father, the same things. He says, hey, we need to retire. We have to see what's happening and, and so forth. But otherwise, I mean, I was young. But dad's said, talking about retiring off of a communist. I mean, what was his retirement like? My retirement, they did really, I mean, they retired when they were 50. 
He must have been pretty high up in the communist chain there. Yeah. Right? No, no, I would be nice, but they were not. They were not. My dad, my dad was uh, is an engineer, mechanic, uh, chemical yeah. engineer, and he my mom skill. was. Uh, yeah. Oh. And my mom was. Uh, so he was uh, needed. Yeah, lab lab tech. So technician. So I was mm-hmm. was doing okay, but not for the future. We I was looking for another 10, 15 years. Right. You know, they were saying, okay, 50 years, we retire and we stay home. And for them, they were already, what, 40? The language barrier. You see, I still have accents after 23, after what? 23 years in the United States and 30 years outside the Romanian. So, ma, it is so it is. has their <laughs> retirement gotten better since you guys went back to a democratic society? Actually not. So how is it? Romania now is part of European community, right? Mm-hmm. So what you make in a, in a time, what you pay in, in when it was a communist country, this today doesn't have any value. So let's say you pay- Are those EU rules? It doesn't matter. Romanian doesn't have euro. Romanian no, no. Has, I said, is that the EU? Is that the European Union yes. rules? Yes. Yeah. So it has no value. So all that work they did was for nothing. Just a little bit. Let's say you pay $1,000, you get 200 for the retirement, what you barely leave on this money. So how I said before, they probably, my dad make probably what, three, four, uh, together with my mom, a thousand bucks a month. So communism, even though it's dead in Romania, still affecting people. Of course. And many people, if you were working in an agriculture, then it's different story. You didn't have, you didn't pay anything. So you don't get anything. So if you retire, you don't have nothing. And the government doesn't help you. The, you know, the society, they, they let you on the street. So, so what kind of uh, cash did you have to have on hand to make that trip to Germany? Oh, this is a good, oh. well, especially when we talk about America. I didn't know this. So, so yeah, this is going to be a good country. I had a hundred bucks. I bought me my tickets, the train ticket and a right. hundred bucks. Okay. So I went to Germany and with apply a, with, a, with a crisp hundy. <laughs> no. And I apply for a po- political asylum because in Germany, in Germany. Yes. Okay. But after six months around 90, 90, 90, July or August, they were telling me you have to go back to Romania because Romanian it's a democratic country now. So then I fight with them. I got a lawyer. They're saying no, you have no asylum to see. No asylums. Yet. No, yes. well, you're not, you're not fleeing an, an oppressive government anymore. Right. Yeah. Because it's democratic. Exactly. Now. But you were saying I was. I was <laughs> exactly. Yes. Then I went, then I, I, I got a lawyer, the lawyer sent paper back and we have a couple courts date and uh, we move on was almost two and a half years. You paid a little they, bit of money. Yes. Oh, you have that. They, understood, money, they uh, understood what job you had over there. Right. <laughs> so then, um, then I went back in 1993. I said, Hey guys, I'm fine. Romanian, it's democratic. After three years, I assume everything was better. And I went back to Romania. I returned back and I saw that thing is, was not changing. So actually all in the government was old people what was with the communist country. So it was all the same players. But different places. Different places. So they take it from the city, move it here, and from the city to them, take it there. You still had the old hardline communists that were in the country before? Yes, but didn't call, they were not communists right. anymore. Then I, I returned back, after three months, I returned back to, to Germany and applied for the second political assembly. She, so, all that, so all that time that you spent in the legal system trying to get the first one yeah. for nothing. Yeah. Then you go back. Yeah. And then, you know, I paid the lawyer, the lawyer make the papers and papers were gone. And so Germany let you it. back in. 
Yes. Germany's okay? Germany's okay, but it's it's towards socialism in Germany. And Germany is not like here. You're not allowed to have a gun. You have to have a permit. Mm-hmm. A driver license costs you $2,000. It's not like here, 50 bucks. You pay taxes if you own a car. I pay tax for... Your registration. For registration, 800 bucks a year. Insurance is probably three times like here. It's very, very expensive. But everything is regulated. So you have, they take your taxes from your paycheck. So if you want to do the income tax at the end, end of the year to get some money back, it's fine. If not, you paid already the taxes. It's not 1099 in Germany. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but you don't pay taxes; they take taxes. Exactly, you're right. So, but you pay you from your paycheck. It's it's like a forty five percent going toward to the tax, medical insurance, hundred uh, percent retirement and unemployment. So, from five thousand dollars, you get probably. I'm just saying we may have dumped some tea in the harbor and fired a few shots for because they took taxes from us, and they taxed tea. Yeah, <laughs> right. That was the one thing they taxed. The people like we we drink this every day. You're not doing it. But now we're letting them get back into it. Well, that's another show. <laughs> Whole nother show. So, so, so three years, right? Then you go back mm-hmm. for three months. Mm-hmm. Can back, I go back? Then you How go back. How long are you in Germany? Seven more years. Yeah, seven till 99 June. Mm-hmm. And then why, okay. why do you decide to come here? So United States, and I think in 1995, uh, open, it's called diversity visa. It's a lottery called lottery diversity visa. So you have to have college degree, you have to have a sponsor, you have to have five or $10,000 each, and you have to have a clean record, no tickets, no nothing. <laughs> then you put in everything with your picture and send it to the United States. If you are lucky, they pick you up and you- It's like a lottery. Lottery, and you get a green card. Mm-hmm. to stay in a country, to come over here. That seems like a, a lot of hoops to jump through. Well, oh, right yeah. now, all you got to do is fly into Tijuana, walk across the border. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Take us two and a half years almost to get here. So from 97 to 99, June. Now you're married now. Yeah, I was married when I came in. So your wife is from Romania. Yes. and But did you guys... Flee to Germany together? No, 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 no. It was you met just her me. after. I met her in Romania in 97. In 97. When I went back. When I be- went back to okay. visit my Now, did she think- go with you to Germany the second time? Yeah, she was. No, 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 no. no. Oh, it's she was 97. Like- so, 93, I went back in Romania. So. Oh, 90. Oh, oh, oh So, right, on one right, of his trips right. back two years before he so yeah. you met her after you yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah she was like this guy's going places yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. she's she's looking at her current boyfriend who's still working at the same grocery store he worked in under communism <laughs> she's like Nothing. you know what yeah. i don't know all i'm saying yeah. is that claudio he's he's pretty good looking guy he's going places thank you guys i appreciate it. <laughs> no she, we're just saying what she said we're not saying what I, know, I know i know i know <laughs> she's looking at claudio she's like you know what i think we could make yeah i think we could make a good volleyball player yeah yeah, that's yeah. What she's sometime <laughs> play good sometime <clears throat> and that's the thing that i see you know this is maybe a little off topic but i think i had some hungarians on my street and <clears throat> i see this yeah yeah the kids don't know a lick of the old language. They don't care about the culture. They don't care about any of that. They're American kids, first generation out. And you see it in the, in the Puerto Ricans and Mexicans where they're like, hey, 
learn some Spanish, you know, yes. and, they're, and, the, and the older parents, but they, they have to understand that like, this is, this is a different party you're at here. Well, so, and your daughter now 14 years old and speaks Romanian. She speaks Romanian, but uh, she was born here and she has some difficult difficulty sure. sometimes to understand us, but I speak only Romanian. I mean, probably you see my accent. I speak only Romanian home with my wife. When I need to talk, I, I speak in English. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So the Germany thing, and I wanted to at least give you the story because you probably heard a lot of them. My wife's grandfather is from Latvia. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Russia took over Latvia, made him fight as a Russian. He deserted that, walked his ass to Germany, fought with the Germans against, against the Russians, then met his wife. Then when all that stuff was over, came to America. America. Yeah. Yes. You know, what's amazing to me is when you tell these stories and you're like, oh, you know, her grandfather is from Latvia. And he's like, uh-huh. He says it like we say, if somebody were to come to us and be like, oh, yeah, my uncle lives in North Olmsted. We're like, oh, yeah, North Olmsted. Right. <laughs> but these guys over there in Europe, man, it's a different, it's a, it is, the entire thing is different, right? You, I mean, he probably knows people from Latvia. He knows people, you know, from Estonia, from, from yeah, all the Baltics. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, <clears throat> it's so weird to me. And I can't wrap my mind around it because that's not how we are here. We're isolationists, right? We don't ever have to deal with that. We don't have to deal with other countries. We got, you know, Mexico and Canada, we got to deal with, but we don't, we're not surrounded by other countries. We don't have to be that way. And when you talk to people from Europe and especially the smaller countries in Europe, I mean, they talk about the countries that border them. Like we talk about Amherst or we talk right, about Westlake. Right. It's yeah. crazy to me. Just think about it. Romanian is so big, like Pennsylvania and Ohio. And, two states. And That's it. That's as big as you are. Yeah. Huh. It's 20, 20 million people, 20 million. It's just to States here. Mm. And the distance is probably a, a thousand miles from north to south, yeah. east to west. Yeah. So I got to know Nick for uh, a couple of years of his life when he was at the end of his life. And he was to that point where like, he didn't even bother to want to know my name. I was just the boy that was dating his granddaughter and I would talk to him and he'd be like, here, yep. here. you know, he's drinking black velvet, black velvet, black velvet. And I'm like, I have to drive her home. Bud. And he's like, you're <laughs> Don't take another her boy. You take an, you know, and, uh, and, and I would tell him like, Hey, what the story that I just told you is an, in a nutshell, what happened? But I kept telling him like, you need to write this down. They can literally make a movie about what you've been through. What? Yes. I yes. go, I go, tell me a little bit about it. And he's like, have, have another drink and shut up. Basically. <laughs> like I'm not telling you nothing. I don't want to talk about it. That's, that was another lifetime ago. Yeah. And, yeah. and, it, and it crushed me because you could literally make a movie about what sure. this guy's been through. I just wonder, you spent 20 years there and we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to talk about it, but I just feel like there's probably stories that you have from Romania, from communist Romania, that you don't talk about with your friends. You don't talk about with your family, maybe things that you've seen people that, you know, things that have happened to you that you, you don't talk about. My, you have, you see a lot, but you, you know, the time when you were there, you cannot talk with nobody because you don't know who, with who you talk and they report you to the police just, and to, now, just, just to get a leg up. Exactly. And now you're here talking about everything and putting nah, it out no, there. it's fine. It's, yeah. Right. I mean, it was 30 some years ago. Just, so it was, was, but at the time you thought that was your life. You thought that's how it was going to end. Well, I have many, many connationals people from Romania and they, they like it. They like the communist country. They like the socialism because they are saying in a socialist country, we didn't have any issue with to find a job. We have a job, but you don't have a competition. Mm -hmm. So you have the money. Well, how much of that is, how much of that is people that are, are just like, they're happy to be taken care of by the government. 
But now it's up to them. Now they have to go out and hustle. They, they are, have to go out and they work. There are many people in Romania what they, they cry about the communists. And I know here, Romanian, what they cry about this, or they like the new government, what it is right now and uh, here, you know, they like the Democrats, what I don't think it's well, let right me play, because let, you left. Let me play a clip real quick by Ben Shapiro. Uh, ben Shapiro was at uh, one of the colleges that he goes to, and uh, a kid came up and asked him a question. And this is what Ben Shapiro says about communism. And, and let me know what you think. Communism bad, also evil, also True. killed 100 million people. So I'm, I'm bewildered by people. I'm, I'm bewildered by people who, who are, are romantic toward communism. It's, it's, it is a, a gift of, being, of growing up in a... One, one thing that all the communists who live in America have in common is that they live in America. Yeah, it's, it's a, 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 move to Cuba and then tell me how wonderful communism is without being a part of the prevailing regime. It's, it's, it's easy for Michael Moore to talk about the glories of the, the Cuban healthcare system while he has his WGA card. Uh, it's, it's a little bit different when, when Michael Moore, you know, would have to live there, which, of course, he never will. The, the, the people who are the most anti-communism in America are people who left communist countries, right, who actually lived in these places. There's such an inherent level of ingratitude in America right now. It's astonishing to me. People who, people who were born on third base and think they hit a triple. People who, people who live in the most prosperous, free, and wonderful country in the history of the world, bar none, not close. If you could be born any time in any place, it would be right here and right now. You're guaranteed basically eight decades on this earth of health, wealth, and ease. And you're sitting around going, you know it would be better if we got rid of everything that undergirds this, and then we do stuff that's fair. And fair means what I like. Well, I'm sorry, but the world did not begin spinning when you got here. The principles that you hold are not unique to you, and your wealth is not a natural part of life. People, people tend to just believe that this is normal, that what happens in America is normal, that the norm of human life is this. That is so not only historically ignorant, but just ignorant of contemporaneous circumstance anywhere outside the West. If, if people actually had the ability to take a time machine, then they might be a little bit more grateful for what it is they have here in the United States. And fortunately, there is a time machine. It's called an airplane. All you have to do is take that airplane to a third world country, and you will quickly recognize that the United States is a damned phenomenal place. So when we're talking about these kids that are coming out of college, these kids that are in college, these high school kids that are saying, hey, communism is the way to go. We should give it a try here. It's not going to be like Romania. It's not going to be like Cuba. It's not going to be like Russia. It's going to be fair. Communism is going to be different here. We're democratic socialists. We're not socialists. We're democratic socialists. We're not communists. Yeah. I mean, we're not communists. Guys, just... I can teach classes of communism if they want it. I can afford free. No, no, no. For nobody free. wants that. <laughs> You're going to do it for free and for like free. it. No, nobody, just like nobody wants it. Give them to me Just for like a week. Boot camp, boot yeah. camp and then here's your twelve hundred calories. <laughs> yes. Here's your bread and water. You send your kid. <laughs> you send your kid to Claudio for a, a month, and they get twelve hundred calories. They come home, and you can see their ribs. They're gonna be like, "Do you have Claudio? Do you have lucky charms?" <laughs> Every time they ask for more food, he hits them in the balls of their feet. Jesus. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I give them a glass of water if they are yeah. hungry. Right. Bring some. <laughs> And not even any powder oh, to put into no, it. No, powder, no, yeah, no, yeah, not yeah. even. You don't get any uh, Kool Aid. 
Oh, but for real though, you get yeah. these kids that are coming out and like Ben says here, this is the freest, most generous country that has ever existed in the history of the world, bar none. Right now for all of our problems, I would not want to be born anywhere else. But these kids, like he said, you're born on third base, but you, you know, you think you hit a triple. They're born into this. Right. And they still want to go back to this romantic vision of communism. Because they don't they didn't live under the communist countries or in a communism. They don't know what it's communism. But just try. You can they can try. I mean well, let's let's have a boot camp with them for a week or two weeks. Two weeks probably will be nice. Yeah, and then we see if they, they like communism after that. I mean, at least they'll lose ten pounds. <laughs> just just you know, yeah. the first thing is is no phones. It's done. No phone, no computer. <laughs> Only one station radio, two hours TV a you day. You shut their power off at seven o'clock every night. Seven power and the heat. And the heat. I don't. <laughs> I mean, okay. You'll be fine. You know and what? Yes. Listen, we should look into this for real. Could you imagine Claudio running a communism <laughs> camp for kids, right? So all you conservative parents out there that are like, look, my kid just doesn't get it. My kid's going to high school and my high school teachers are teaching my kid that communism's the way to go. And I have a couple of friends who, who they will participate with me to train them. Look, maybe we, we set up a communism yeah, camp and yeah. they get to go and they sign off on the waivers. Then they're like, look, you understand your kids are going to starve for two, two weeks, right? Because the kids are going to walk in there going, I heard this is great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> My social studies teacher said this is going to be fantastic. Yeah. Okay, here you go. Here you go. First off, give me your phone. They're like, what? <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Where's, you know what? You know what else? I like your shoes. What? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. No social media. Uh, no power. No lucky no charms. Nothing. No lucky charms. And, no food. And we talked about it when we did that live. We had uh, Claudio on when we did the live. Yeah. And that was a really good time. We, You know, you got to go onto our Facebook page to check that out. And we were talking about sending the kids to Amish country. The Amish kind of operate. Yeah, but. A little but bit like the that. The problem is that the Amish. If you're hungry, the Amish are feeding you, man. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Claudio's communism camp. Not so much. No, but, but if these kids, if these urbanists or urban kids go to, to Amish country, it's a different world. <sighs> I'll tell you though, world. you know what would be great too is, is Claudia would give them their, their rations for the day in the morning. By 11 o'clock in the morning, those kids ate all that food. And then they're like, I'm still hungry. Yeah. And, and he's like, you know what? Take off your shoes. I got to hit your feet. <laughs> for even questioning the fact <laughs> exactly. for you not giving your food up for that's bread. That was breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> exactly. You and ate by, it by nine o'clock. And you have to work for it. Hey, you don't get the food for free. You have to work for it. <laughs> You're just oh. digging ditches for two weeks, man. Huh? Digging my, holes and covering them back up. <laughs> my Romanian, Romanian dictator build everything how you have it before there. Build everything with the military. It was a mandatory military service for 18 years? months, 18 months. Yes. For all the boys. Yeah. So Your I man. was in the military for nine months because I had a bad knee. So they, they'd send me home, but I was working. Three I, can, months. I can attest to this. I've seen Claudio try to jump playing volleyball. Doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. Go doesn't, well. doesn't, yeah. doesn't go well. <laughs> well, nobody realizes he got his knee tore up when he took out the dictator. Oh no, 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 no. I was not Look, you're making him nervous right now. He's like the secret police are going to be knocked. To, to your doors, guys. <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, history. Romania was a mandatory uh, military service, mm -hmm. but uh, everybody has to go for 18 months and you have to work. If you are not able to do the military service, you have to work. So... Romania build a lots of buildings on the backs of the backs workers of that were not getting paid. Yes, yes, not getting paid, of course. And the food was horrible. 
just enough to keep you alive to keep uh, working. Barely, yes, barely. Yeah, yeah. It's like prison food. All right. Oh yeah, worse. Oh no, prison food. Prison food here is good. So I want to get into one last soundbite. I got not the best soundbite. It's okay. This is a girl talking about. Dang, I didn't write her name down. I feel horrible. I'm usually pretty good at sourcing my stuff. Anyway, she's talking about her dad rescuing her family from Vietnam. The biggest thing and the thing I want to talk to you about is what she says at the very end. I know what happened in Vietnam. My grandpa got shot 16 times when my dad was laying on his lap. My dad told my mom, "You, we can't have a future in Vietnam here. So we have to leave Vietnam because we will die in the hands of the communists. I'm Amy Fan West, and I am a uh, refugee from Vietnam. Before the communist regime took over, it was beautiful and nice. We were honest fishermen who were just doing our livelihood. And my dad and mom, each time they fish, they have enough to provide for the family and put uh, the roof over our head. But once the communists took over, everything that they fish, they have to give to the communists, the government. And then if they don't do it, they make an example of them, bury them alive. My dad told my mom, "You, we can't have a future in Vietnam here. So we have to leave Vietnam because we will die in the hands of the communists. My dad um, hit us underneath his fishing boat with my mom, my younger sister, my, uh, my twin younger brother, myself. Whatever food, water, and clothes that we had, we just took with us and we just ran out. In three days, we ran out of fresh water. Thank God the oil tanker, German oil tanker out there took us and give us food and sent us over to Thailand refugee camp. The last two years, Thailand and, and the Philippines, we seek asylum to come to America. And I remember, you know, at the refugee camp, uh, the condition was really bad. Right now in America, we still have the freedom. Uh, we still have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and freedom to bear arms. We have the freedom to be entrepreneur, freedom to free market, freedom to do everything. And whatever we uh, make, we keep, not like North Korea dictatorship or China, the communist regime or Vietnam or Venezuela socialism. This country is great is because of our constitution. Yeah. So we have to fight and we have to preserve that. If we don't, we will lose it all. And I experienced it once already. And I've seen women, children getting raped and thrown overboard on a, f a fishing boat. I've seen people, you know, uh, die because of starvation and they are eating flesh to survive. I know what happened in Vietnam. My grandpa got shot 16 times when my dad was laying on his lap. We cannot have communism that comes in and destroy the nation like this. And if you hear my voice today, this is it. Never. Never surrender your Second Amendment, because once you do, they'll bury you alive. So Amy Fan ran for Congress in California's 47th Congressional District. She's a conservative out there. She lost. Hard to run when you are a conservative in California. But Amy Fan has risen up from her grandfather being killed by communists to escaping a communist country, coming to the most free country in the world and running for government here. Now, like I said, she did lose. But that's only because she was in California. Amy, I would invite you to come out here, come out to a conservative state and run again and let's see what happens. But one of the last things she said was about the Second Amendment and losing your guns, right? If you lose your guns, the communist government will bury you. Yes, you don't have to lose your guns. This is your freedom. If you don't have a gun, the government can do whatever what you want with you. So it's not a right. So government, you don't have rights in communist country. Every so communist country took guns away from their citizens, correct? Correct. Citizens in Cuba? Cuba, no Venezuela, Russia, Soviet Union. No guns. Hungary, 
no guns. You can apply for a gun, but probably take forever, two, three years to get approval. And you have to be with a party. You have to be a communist. Otherwise, you can't just you say can't. you're a communist. You have to prove that you no, are a communist. No, 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 no. You have, you have an ID and you have to swear to say, I'm with I, you. I'm with you guys. I dedicate my life to the communist country. To so the communist in, party. in 1989, the president of the Socialist Republic of Romania was killed. Was killed. By a firing squad. Yes. And his wife as well. Yes. Both of them. <laughs> Which I didn't know. Oh, yes. Put Both on, of them. Put on notice. <laughs> so no, 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 no. he calls it the Socialist Republic of Romania. Yes. But it wasn't socialist at all. It was more. It was the, the, govern, the governing party was a communist party. Under the guise of socialist. Exactly. Socialism. So yeah. you're saying that socialism and communism basically intertwined. Yes. The whole time. Are, if if you are, are a communist country, you're a socialist country. If you course. are a socialist country, so Venezuela, communist. Communist. Yes. Without a doubt. Yes. Yes. So is there any romantic notion of communism or socialism that you can see work? Has it worked anywhere in the history of the world that you know no, of? No, not in the world. I don't see any country what was in under communism or socialism to be right, like here. I mean, you have a free of speech United States. You can have guns. You can do work and keep all the money how she says. It's not. Communist country is not for us. So I was wondering what Wikipedia had to say about this guy that got shot and his wife. And it's, uh, and how do you say his name? Nick, Nicolae? Nicolae Ceausescu. Okay. Ceausescu, Ceausescu. right? Nicolae and Elena, uh, it was a short trial held in December of 1989 by an exceptional military tribunal, a drumhead court martial with essentially predetermined outcome created at the request of a newly formed group called the National Salvation Front. Mm -hmm. And they said it resulted in guilty verdicts and death sentences for those two. And they go on to say that the charge was genocide. Yes. For murdering. Yes. And they have it in quotes, over 60,000 people. Nah, probably. Right? And yeah, it says, somewhere there. but it says other sources say the death toll was between 689 and 1200. Like they had to slide that so, in there. No, like the thing is, bad. the things probably they, they, they said this because it was, what was the, uh, the revolution was probably 2000 people, but in total amount during the communist era, so from 1948 till 1989, there were many people who was put in a, in a work camp or put in jail right. and never come out. So if you are against the, the government or against the party, you can die. Something happens to you. So they continue to shit on this whole entire process via Wikipedia, my favorite. General Victor Stan. Tanculesco. Okay, I'm glad you got it. Brought with him a specially selected team of paratroopers from a crack regiment, handpicked earlier in the morning to act as a firing squad. Before the legal proceedings began, he already had selected the spot where the execution would take place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Along one side of the wall. Uh, well, remember, too, Wikipedia is probably written by some college. I love communism, right? Because Wikipedia, I could go make a Wikipedia. You know what? I'm going to go make a Wikipedia you about you. I am. Well, I can't. <laughs> what do you mean I can't? They, they won't, you have to be. You have to have so many edits, and you got you got to jump through 14 hoops. To okay. Well, I'm going to start editing a bunch of stuff, and I'm going to fake that I'm a communist just so I can make a wiki about Dan Wilkinson Jr. He's a uh, far right podcast <laughs> co-host. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So listen, we got a few minutes left here. I want to get into Russia real quick. I want to get into Russia, Ukraine, because we don't understand it over here, right? We're only understanding what MSNBC is telling us, right? <laughs> so the understanding we have is the, the understanding of an isolationist country 
that doesn't understand European politics, doesn't understand the way it works over there. We're being told by the media what we should believe, but what are your feelings right now on Russia? What are your feelings on Putin and what do you think he is hoping to accomplish here in Ukraine? Putin, it's a very strong leader. I mean, Russia, probably he wants... What do you think though, crazy or not? Hey, oh yeah, 100%. He's crazy. crazy. Yeah, he want to probably build again the Soviet Union. So he has a couple countries what he had to take him over and it's back on the feet. So, but European Union put all the NATO country around and NATO bases, like in Poland, Romania, Estonia, Lithuania, and uh, another one up on the, on the north. So Putin doesn't like this. So now what he is doing in Ukraine, my personal opinion is he just want to intimidate NATO. Because in a war, if you have a war, Russia is so big, he can occupy Ukraine in 48 hours. Oh, he could already assess that. So in a war- Do you think he, he underestimated the resolve of the Ukrainian people though? Probably. But I, in, in a war, you, you, you have a couple criteria what you, you destroy first. You destroy the communication. You destroy utilities. Supply lines. Supply lines. And you destroy bridges. And, and you destroy the military bases. I didn't see any military bases to be destroyed. Any utilities. Anything. It's just residential area. Yes, these are collateral damages. But... Well, is it collateral damage when missiles are literally hitting apartment buildings? That's not collateral, right? Collateral would be we're hitting a military target. Eh, sorry, we accidentally hit this. Probably he was looking for an Ukrainian soldier. That's what he says, (laughs) to avoid the war crime. Yes. Um, It's a genocide. Anyway, it's he supposed to be, he's supposed to stop. Ukrainian people need peace and NATO cannot intervene because... Ukraine is not NATO. Mm-hmm. And, and why not? They had all kinds of time to join NATO. Yeah, but they Russia. They all Russia, kinds of time. Putin, to, Putin is fighting it. Putin is fighting it left and right because he does not want Ukraine to be a you, NATO country. He lost order. that. He lost that, that, that right to care when they jumped ship. You guys remember 1990. You know, well, he when, didn't because he's in the Security Council. He's in, you know, I mean. He did vote no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, he voted no on sanctions for Russia. Remember 1990 when the Easter block dropped, okay? All the Berlin Wall fell. Mm-hmm. So they were saying the NATO country told them he, they will not move a mile from the border. But now Romanian, it's in NATO. Poland, it's in NATO. Estonia, Lithuania, and whatever another country up there, all are in NATO. He has a fence of NATO country around him. Yeah. Well, he's already basically taken over um, Belarus, Belarus, right? Belarus is with him. Right. Belarus actually changed their constitution, agreed to put Russian nuclear weapons in Belarus, and Belarus soldiers are now fighting with Russian soldiers in Ukraine. Ukraine. Well, two states states on the eastern side of Ukraine have sided with him. It's like, I, I forget their names, but they signed it. They signed it. Oh, 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 no, you're talking. Yeah. In Ukraine. Yeah, right. In right. Ukraine. Right. Yeah. That, that whole region there. Right. But man, I forget. But it's, we're talking about countries here. Belarus. Now I know they're just doing it to protect themselves because yeah. they know what's coming. Right. If, if Putin is allowed to take over Ukraine, then Moldova's next. Right. I mean, yes. they're Belarus would be next. So Belarus is just trying to get in front of this thing. That's all they're doing is self-preservation. Yeah, because he has the backup from China. Sure he does. China, it's on Letting the, them in, on, in their markets. Yes. 
China is on the east side of Russia. Then you have India, Pakistan, Afghanistan, all this country, what they support him. So why do you think we went out of the uh, Donets? It's not not a country. That's no, a region. State. But I consider them like states because they're they have borders all throughout, right? Yeah. No. This is donuts. Donuts. It's a, like a, a region. A region. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't consider it a state? No. It's no, a region no, 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 no. Of Ukraine. It's a region so of Ukraine. If you see here the map. Yeah. This the red one is the Russia. Again. Yeah. Again, the that's the that's the, the American Soviet. in you slipping out. Soviet Union. <laughs> Thinking that like Kentucky and Ohio are states. Yeah. Right. It's they not got like borders, that. And right. it's, but it's a territory, huh? Iraq, it's right, a region. Right. Region. Region. Okay. But those two, that one you said, and the one next to it have signed, you know, basically uh, a common treaty with him to say, hey, we're not bringing up arms against you. Yeah, because he knows, I mean, and Germany, that, did you hear anything from Germany? No, because they get all their natural gas from them, right? Exactly, and he, they sell it to all the Europe. And then Joe Burden said, we, we put some sanctions on them, we'll see how it ends up in a month. And that's not, there's no bite to that. No, because he's not doing business with us. No, he's just, we just need his oil. No, but his business has given us $4 a gallon gasoline exactly. right now. Exactly, Because we don't drill. We don't pull the, the oil from our ground. Right. Yeah. So yeah. All, all in the name of, uh, of keeping it clean, huh? Right. We just don't have. Putin is doing business with India, China, where it's a lots of population up there. Yeah. It's why, the two biggest. So why do you, you guys, think- do you think we went out of Afghanistan? Why do we think we went out of Afghanistan? Yeah. Oh man, it's just once uh, once it got so hard to continue to hold it, you got to cut your losses. We were never going to win Afghanistan. I mean, right? Who who is now in Afghanistan? This is the, another oh, question. Oh, okay. I see. I see where you're going. You think Russia's in Afghanistan? Back it's in, not Ru- No, it's no? not Russia. I think it's China. Oh, you're right. Because the biggest producer of lithium batteries, mm-hmm. batteries. Oh yeah. It's right. the, the, the most resource it's in the ground of Afghanistan right. and, and w- for lithium. And you know what? And China's got the market cornered now, man. And you know, everything we're doing is going towards alternative electric alternative, cars. So right. they're going to make all the solar panels. Sure they are. They're going to make so, all the batteries. Sure they are. Bingo. Yeah. Sure they yes. are. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, listen, it's a conspiration, but you say what you, not? you say what you want, man. But yeah, I, I honestly, I do. And it's not even conspiracy theory. It's, I believe that Joe Biden is owned by Russia and by China. I, there's nothing he can do to them because what they can do to him is so much worse. Yeah. Um, well, only his son is, became an artist overnight. Well, he yeah. He can get 500000 for his Listen, painting. if I had $500,000, I would give Hunter Biden, I would buy one of his paintings. They're amazing. We'd Have hang it right him? here in the studio. I'd next to right American flag. If somebody wants to buy a Hunter Biden, listen, I'm talking to you. What's his name? Peng Zing. Ching over there in mm-hmm. China, whatever his name is. I don't know. She, 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 uh, listen, I'm talking to you. If you have a Hunter Biden painting and you want to donate it to pod bless America, I will hang it right up in the studio and we will give you credit for sending it to us. But did you thought, did you have any thoughts why he is already an artist and he gets so much money for his painting? Well, it's got nothing to do with his father. It's, it's all because he is a good artist mm-hmm. and a recovering mm-hmm. addict. Maybe you don't care about oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a money laundry. Money laundry. What? what? Money laundry. Whoa, man. I, if you're going to talk about that, then we're going to definitely have to make a phone call and call a buddy of so ours. Then, you know Je- what? Maybe hey, we should call him. No, Jeff's got competition. <laughs> I'm going to call him right now. 
I'm going to cold call Jeff. Wow. Cold calling Jeff, the conspiracy theorist. I am. Man, well, I mean, we'll see how this works out, I guess. This is going to be a cold one, Jim. He's going to be like, uh, (laughs) what? Like, yeah, Claudio's got a, got a conspiracy and we got to run it by you. Yes. (laughs) He's like, not today, boys. (laughs) He sees my name. He's like, nope. Hello. (laughs) Hey, it's Jeff, the conspiracy theorist. (laughs) Jeff, sorry for the cold call, buddy, but listen. We got, we need you. We got a humdinger <laughs> in the studio oh, great. named Claudio. And well, he. Claudio's a Romanian. He grew up in communist Romania. And he's got a little bit of, he's got a little bit of thinking about Hunter Biden here. A Hunter? Oh. Yeah, he, yeah. he pulled Hunter. Well, f- okay. Uh, so we can put it in context. We were talking to He's like, why do you think America pulled out of Afghanistan? And it's like, oh. <laughs> Dan's like, oh, I'm because like, Russia's, there? Russia's there? I'm thinking like Russia's Al-Qaeda. No. Yeah, like, no. And he's like, no, China's in there because of the, the batteries. And, and they're going to pretty much own everything that's in the ground there. And then he goes, why do you think Hunter Biden is uh, all of a sudden an artist now? And I'm like, because he's a recovering addict. And maybe you don't care about that. Jeff, what are your conspiracies on Hunter Biden? Well, Claudia, what do you think? <laughs> I think he laundered the money. <laughs> you think he's laundering money and he's, what are they paying? Oh, yeah. well, what, what are they paying for? Are they paying for his art? Are they paying for $500,000 for a crappy painting? Yes. <laughs> I will take oh, it. No. I mean, I did, that's, that, there's three other kids, three other congressmen's kids that are out there working for Burisma and energy companies that have no business. There's a uh, Romney's kid. There's Pelosi's kid, Biden's kid, and John Kerry's kid. Kerry's kid. Yeah. Yes. Those yeah. four. Those four kids. John Kerry, the there. ketchup guy. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they did marry Hines. Yeah, they Hines, married in Hines. Uh, so, is that right? I didn't realize all four of them were working for Burisma. So well, Burisma I being a Ukrainian, I don't know if all four for Burisma, but they are all in Ukraine. They're going to be like for, Jeff, the conspiracy well, theorist is missing context because all four don't work for Burisma. <laughs> so, so, and this was what I was going to bring up though, is everybody right now is loving Vladimir Zelensky, right? He's a hero. Look at him. He's fighting with his people. Meanwhile, I'm sitting back. I'm like, oh, well, hold you know, on like, just you, a minute. You say that he's fighting with his people, but the pictures you saw of him putting on gear and getting out in the street, that's from 2019, I think. Or maybe 2020. Right? Yeah, that's uh, he he didn't suit up and get out there. Not in this current situation. Was the he pictures trying? you see of him in the helmet and the flat jacket, yeah. that's from... When he was like, trying to battle COVID? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, that was... That that was a different time. That's, uh, that's been debunked. That well, was, uh, you know, years ago. All right. So, but everybody's loving this guy, and I'm thinking, okay, first he's trying to drag us into World War Three, and second, how much has he paid the President of the United States of America? We can't do what we need to do because of him, because of the ties we have to him right now. I mean, Joe Biden is handcuffed. He because of the dirt is what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. Right now, I, I guarantee you that Zelensky could bring down Biden if he wanted to. 
with what he knows. Of course. And and Biden was like, I'll send a plane to get you. And and he famously said, which who knows if it's true or not, I don't need a plane. I need I don't need a ride. I, I need, need ammunition. Ammo. Yes. You think that yeah, happened, well, Jeff? Possibly. I mean, you, Ukraine is really just the money laundering country for all the big names like Soros. Soros right. is, is all the elites. Wait a minute. We got and, we got Claudio saying he's right. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why Putin hates Ukraine is because Putin also hates Soros. Putin had banished, or not banished, but he has a standing order that Soros isn't allowed in the country. Yeah, Soros is not allowed in Russia, and Ukraine has a lot of business dealings with Soros and obviously Biden and other U.S. congressmen. (laughs) I've been hearing some conspiracy theory, Jeff, that a lot of the hits that Russia's doing on Ukraine is on U.S. bio labs. I I heard that too. I haven't really looked into that, but um, well, I need I you to get on that, that for the next episode it, since you are our in-house analyst. Uh, well, and I would like well, to point if, it out that we did at, get an email from somebody who said that we need to stop referring to you as a conspiracy theorist and start referring to you as a conspiracy analyst. So, Jeff, you have graduated. Well, and we're going to have to get a new soundbite for your intro <laughs> and don't switch it up. Right, and then don't at the end, at the end of the intro, say I'm a conspiracy theorist. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be, <laughs> don't be throwing us out. All right. Well, Hey, sorry no. for the cold call, man. I, I, we appreciate you jumping in here quick, but we got to get back to uh, Claudio because he hasn't even talked about how awesome it was to come to America yet. <laughs> oh, hey, no problem. All right, are, Jeff, are you we'll recording see. right now? Yeah. Hell yeah, we are. Oh, well, hot damn. Get your shit together, yeah, Jeff. Well, uh, Bye. <laughs> give me, Hang give up me on him, Jim. Yeah. Hey, it's Jeff, the conspiracy theorist. For the last I'm time. Analyst, damn it. <laughs> All right, later. <laughs> All right. So let's jump to America. Yes. Right? I mean, I hate to put this at the end. I hate to uh, not give it the shine it deserves because of how much it means to you. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about, before we got sidetracked, we were talking about basically he entered the lottery. He had a, a bunch of hoops to jump through. I think the amount of money you needed to have was kind of uh, yes, extensive. Yes, you're supposed to have between five and $10,000 each person if you want to come over So or assets. So if you have a house in Romania, you have to sell it or to provide the assets. To come mm-hmm. to you because when you once are in the United States, you cannot apply for welfare mm. or for money from the government because they go towards your s- sponsor. This doesn't okay. make any sense to me at all. Because no, it that's sounds not- it sounds like legal immigration. <laughs> this isn't what's happening now. This I mean, is- I'm sure it's happened to somebody. You know what? I got to get Jeff the conspiracy. Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, take two, <laughs> Jeff. No. Okay. So, um, where do you where do you land? So we land on Chicago and from Chicago, you're safer, the, you're safer in Romania. Yeah. Yeah. Safer in Belarus. The time, the time, the time Chicago was okay. So, and this is, and this is because of your sponsor. No, 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 no. We landed in Chicago and we came over to, we made all the papers and we, we came over to Cleveland. Okay. And Cleveland, my sponsor, I mean, it was a Romanian family who came before us six months or a year before us. So they were leaving the time in Alliance, Ohio. Yep. So we stayed with them for three weeks and then we moved to Canton, Ohio. So we stayed there for two years and we moved to Cleveland, North Dome State actually. So, and we start our journey. Man, so where is our moving on up theme? Oh, you know, I didn't know. You can't just drop a theme on me. 
It would be cool. Going to North Olmsted, that's a big jump from Canton. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you yeah, got a yeah. mall. You got, like, yeah. what else? I mean, you got, yeah. I mean, he must have got a hell of a promotion. <laughs> promotion hey, or what? Right. Hey, you have to work. When you yeah. got your first job, mm-hmm. right? And you got that first paycheck and you saw how much money they took out in taxes. Were you as pissed off as I was? No. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't mad at all. I was mad, but the thing okay, is. Okay, good. You understood it went it went I to got, something. I got. Okay. So the thing is, I was comparing with Germany. So I came after ten years in Germany. I was making like a twenty six dollars an hour, and when I came in the United States, I was making six bucks. It was a big drop. Wow. But comparable with Romanian, was a big jump, of course. Yeah. But it was tough for for us. The first three months, we want to go. I want to go back. Yeah, you're like, I don't know if this is it. As, uh, you you know. can move about freely, but I don't have much. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then it was the, the language barrier, friendship. We didn't have any friends and you have to build everything with you. you yeah. Know? No, it's got to be tough. And you think you think $10,000, it's a lot. It's not. But you didn't do yourself any favors with the language barrier by always speaking Romanian at home. No, no. no. You know, I've met people from other countries where I'm like, you lying ass. You ain't from no, I, you speak too well. And they're like, because I care about it. You know what though? I could see it because I'll tell you right now that if I moved into another country, I would keep my, uh, of course I would keep my uh, American roots. I would, if I, and if I had my family over there, especially my wife came over there from here, I would keep my American roots. There is no problem with that because I can tell you right now, I know Claudio and he pledges allegiance to this country. He loves this country more than some people I know that were born here, but for him to keep his Romanian roots, I don't have a problem with that, man. But if you make her speak a different language and she can't yell uh, at guys, you as consistently as she can in Romanian. When, <laughs> yeah. I, when, yeah. when I came, when I came in the country, I speak four languages. Yeah. So I speak Italian, German, but Romanian. But you haven't, you haven't used them in and so a long. And a little bit uh, English. So German, I don't speak, but I understand. Italian, I speak because it's similar with Romanian. Okay. So, and I keep up with Romanian. So, because mm-hmm. we have a uh, lots of friends around around mm-hmm. here, you know. So, yeah. But imagine how much different it would have been for, uh, I mean, I don't know how many children you have. I know one. yeah, Jim knows uh, your child, but imagine how different it would have been for that kid to be born over there instead of over here. Right. For them to be born there and to come at a young age here. No, it's okay. Staying there. Oh, staying. It's, it's not real. It's, but they got democracy back now over there. So why is it no, why is it no good? Yeah, it's not the, dem- it's not the, the same, same democracy. It's because you it's left. It's not the democracy. You know what? because you left. You know what? No, and I've said it before. You can have all the democratic countries you want, all the democratic societies you want. What makes us exceptional here is our constitution. That's what makes us exceptional. It's, it's the rule. Nobody else has a constitution like we have. Nobody has the freedom of speech that we have. Nobody has the right to bear arms that we have. Nobody has the right to not self-incriminate uh, against search and seizure that we have. So Romania messed up by not dragging the constitution over and going, this is what we want. This is it. Yep. This is all the rules right here, bud. Just translate it. Romanian has a constitution, but not the constitution kind of constitution. No, no, it's not the one that works. If you guys, you, you watch news, internationally news, you see riots on the street, right? Like Like CNN? Whatever. Riots. Yeah, yeah, like CNN. Yeah. Riots on the street. But did in the you, country of Portland. They're like, this is a mostly peaceful protest here in Belarus. Did you know what's happening in Germany if you have a riots like this? What was here last year? I don't know. Everybody will be beat up. 
that have well, got water guns on them. And in, all fairness, that. I, in fairness, I believe that everybody should have been beat up for the right. I don't know here. what he's talking about. Uh, I thought it was all uh, peaceful uh, last year. Yes, peaceful. Yes. No, no, no. I, I didn't see it. I just didn't see it. No, mostly peaceful. Now, you can't judge all of them by the actions of the rest of them. <laughs> 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 Oh my God. All right. So we'll give you the final word here. So what do you want to say? What do you want to say about this country? What do you want to say about communism? What do you want to tell these kids that believe that communism is the way to go, that we should give it a try here in this country? You've got it. Go. So let's start it with the USA. So it's one of the best countries in the world. You can grow up here. You can have everything what you have. The constitution is good. Hold the hands on your guns. Don't let them take them away from you. You have rights. You have freedom of speech. So for the kids who they want a communism and they want a socialism, bring them to me for two weeks. And then we, we talk about yeah. it's not the way to go. I swear. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. This summer, I think we tried to set this up just for one run. If we send our girls. A oh, oh my God. No. No, they, they, they would be damaged. <laughs> they would be damaged. No. Listen, I say that we set this up for a communism camp for two weeks with Claudio. College class, like you oh. did credits. Yes, dude. credits, credits. Wow. I am telling you right now, we set this up. We'll go there. We'll go live with it. We'll go live with it every day and watch these kids eating 1,200 calories a day and while I'm eating a Whopper. And work. While I'm eating a Whopper, like you're at my house. You know what I want? I want this pile of rocks over there. I move it six feet <laughs> today by your hands. No, no, today, today. today. Yeah. Yeah. But, today. But what I really notice he's saying a lot, which he keeps going back to, is the Second Amendment protects the first. Of course, period. Sure does. Second I, Amendment I, protects everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but most importantly, the first, because you, you got to be guns. able to say yes. what you want to say without yep. without any. Don't give it up. Sure. Claudio, man, I appreciate you being here for real. This was uh, this was a fun conversation. Thank uh, you very much, guys. I appreciate I think we need to have, anytime. You know what? You got that friend you said too. He's worse yeah. than you. I would bring more, him in. Yeah. I, I listen, I'll have him, him come in. I'll have him come in, or maybe we'll talk to him there if we go out to his place. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Listen, as always, man, we appreciate your support. We appreciate you guys listening to us. We need the listens. We need the downloads. We need the reviews. We need the likes. You can find us right now on Facebook at Pod Bless America. And you can find us on Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. You can find us on Getter at Pod Bless America. You can reach out to me, Jim, at PBAPodcast.com. And you can and reach out to me at Dan at PBAPodcast.com. So until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Dan. Pod, Pod Bless, Bless America. America.